Support for this NPR podcast comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, family-owned, operated, and argued over since 1980. Proud supporter of independent thought, whether that's online, over the air, or in a bottle. More at sierranevada.com. Happy Friday, everyone. I'm Robin Hilton from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. It is New Music Friday, and we're doing a quick run through the essential albums out on September 14th, starting with the band Jump Little Children and their new album, Sparrow. The band is Jump Little Children. Uh, this song is Hand on My Heartache. The album is Sparrow. Stephen Thompson here to talk about this one. And Stephen, if you had told me at the beginning of the year that I would be opening a New Music Friday with a new Jump Little Children record, I would have said, you're crazy. <laughs> you know, I always, I always thought of this band as kind of one of my little best kept secrets. I, I've loved this band since the, I don't know, mid 90s, yeah. I feel like. Uh, they had kind of a breakthrough album in 1998 with a, uh, especially a single called Cathedral that is this warm and gorgeous song and I just kind of filed them away as a little bit of like my my thing because they never right. broke through to like enormous mainstream success and their last studio album came out in 2004 and then they they broke up they kind of went their their separate ways and now all of a sudden out of the blue even though they technically reunited in 2015 this is their first album in 14 years it's called Sparrow and it really kind of picks up where it left off it has that same sparkle and that same uplift and kind of some of those same beautiful qualities. It's just a delight to have this band back. Uh, it's a busy release day, September 14th. A lot of records out today. Let's talk about another one, a band we both love. Low is the band, and their new record is called Double Negative. The band is low and the album is double negative. Uh, 
This song is called Quorum. This is Alan Sparhawk and Mimi Parker. They've been doing this for like a quarter, of a, years. <laughs> a quarter of a century. And they've been so incredibly consistent in that time. Well, they've been incredibly consistent. They are working within these very strict strictures. Typically Lowe's music has these gently plucked guitar lines, these gently brushed drums, and these two singers. Uh, a little bit of bass. You yeah. know, j- just the, the sparest essentials um, performed very deliberately, very slowly to where you're kind of hearing the air around the music a little bit. But they have found ways to work within those strictures that are still incredibly diverse and, and versatile and fi- just finding so many approaches to that sound. This record is almost an inversion of what Lowe does. You're hearing a lot of this exploded static. And so you're almost hearing the sound dissolve as it's being performed. And that's, that's a really unsettling effect, but it's still beautiful. Their music has always been pretty dark, but I think this is one of the bleakest uh, (laughs) and certainly most distorted they had. There's a line in one of the songs that's that says it's not the end; it's just the end of hope. Yeah. And I think, man, hope dies last. This is this is a, a bleak, bleak record. But but like you said, beautiful. Yeah, and I think you know those those two have always gone together so beautifully. All right, thanks, Stephen. Thank you, Robin. From low, we go to Alejandro Escovedo and his new album, The Crossing. Love can be a junkie. Love can be a jewel. Alejandro Escovedo is the artist. The album is The Crossing. The song we're hearing is called Teenage Luggage. And here to talk about this one is Felix Contreras from NPR Music. Hey, man. Hey, what's happening, Robin? So Alejandro Escovedo, a veteran guitarist and singer, he's kind of dabbled in everything from punk to country. What's he doing on this one? You know, his punk bona fides are definitely there. You know, he was in a band called The Nuns. And do you know that they opened for the Sex Pistols at their 1978? No way. No yeah, way. infamous wow. show. Yeah, yeah. that's wow. how that's how steeped and punk he is. Right. And then along the way, he did this cow punk thing, this Americana thing. And then there's string quartets. There's all kinds of stuff. Right. He has a unique place in, in American music. And from my side over here and in Latin music as well, because he's combined all of this stuff. And on this record, I think it's one of his best, if not his best ever, where he's combining his own background as well as some rock, some punk, some string quartet stuff, and created this great concept album of these two young boys, one from Italy, one from Mexico, immigrating to the United States, looking for the American rock and roll dream. So one song after another tells their story, and in this case, it's called Teenage Luggage, and you can hear him tell the story of them hitchhiking across the U.S. 
I love how ambitious he is with this one, and it feels like a very timely story, too. Absolutely. He touches on some of the stuff that's going on in the news right now that didn't start out that way. I mean, he started this album a couple of years ago. It's recorded with the band that he toured with in Europe. It's a, a band of four Italian guys. They're all from Italy, uh, a rock band. They do different types of stuff, cinematic stuff. But while he was touring with them in Italy, they were taking in some of the stuff that was going on around the world and just put it into these great mix of songs. Alejandro Escovedo, the record is called The Crossing. Thanks, Felix. Yeah, man. My pleasure. Let's go to the rapper and singer known as Black and his new album, East Atlanta Love Letter. You better, who better, you better. Been around like hella propellers. Wanna know who you with? Don't tell them. Come on, fellas. That ain't none of your biz. Got on your bodysuit, you know I'm on your ass today. Would you let me hit it thrice if I asked today? She know my state nothing but magic, babe. I be swinging it back and forth to you in your casket, babe. Mm-hmm. Girl, you on my best side, mm-hmm. That she from the west side, mm-hmm. Now I just wanna know, don't you sugarcoat? I say it all if you want. And could you tell me like it is? Pretty little fears, is it to my ears? The singer and rapper is Black. His new album is called East Atlanta Love Letter, and the song is uh, Pretty Little Fears. And that's Black with the number six, the number six, L-A-C-K, but pronounced Black. And NPR Music, Sydney Madden here to talk about this one. Hey, Sydney. Hey, Robin. So Black, often mispronounced as Six Lack, he's a 26-year-old artist from Atlanta, and he dropped his debut album in 2016 called Free Black. It was one of those sleeper hits in R&B and rap world because it dropped in the later half of the year and nobody kind of saw it coming. But it had a few huge internet hits, most notably Problems. And what stands out about Black from other R&B singers right now is his cadence and his songwriting is very nonchalant but blunt at the same time. And um, he knows how to get right in the corner of the button of his exes and knows how to push them all. Yeah, it's very chill Mm -hmm. and super conversational too. But if you read the lyrics, he's kind of like eviscerating the person (laughs) with a smile on his face and a laid back attitude. Anyway, after dropping Free Black in 2016, he has had a lot change in his life. He went on tour with The Weeknd, and then more notably in 2017, he became a dad for the first time, which fans will see on the cover art. Yeah, he's standing in his kitchen. He's got a baby strapped to his front, <laughs> and a little baby carrier, and and it looks like he's making dinner. Yeah. Uh, but on- there's there's also this little makeshift recording setup there. There's a mic and a couple speakers. Pictures worth a thousand words, and he's on daddy duty while still trying to pursue his dreams, which I think a lot of people can relate to. And even though he explores a lot of themes of heartbreak and revenge and bitterness, he also has a lot of material to unpack as a dad for the first time. Being a new dad has inspired new narratives and definitely new pressures on him that he's singing about on this album. And since he dropped in November of 2016 and then he's dropping again in the fall time, this is definitely the time for this type of music. With the change of seasons, this is a a wallowy, introverted R&B that's perfect for like cuddling up and like really listening to. Yeah, listening to this does sort of feel like autumn. Mm -hmm. The album is East Atlanta Love Letter. Black is the artist. That's 6-L-A-C-K, pronounced black. Thanks, Sydney. Thank you. We still have a few more albums to get through for this week's New Music Friday, but first let's take a short break and we'll be right back. This message comes from NPR sponsor Indeed. If you're hiring with Indeed, you can post a job in minutes 
Set up screener questions, then zero in on your short list of qualified candidates using an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash NPR podcast. It's New Music Friday from All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. We're doing a quick run through the essential albums out on September 14th. And we start the second half of the show with the band Pale Waves and their album, My Mind Makes Noises. Pale Waves is the band. The album is My Mind Makes Noises. And NPR Music's Lindsay McKenna here for this one. Hey, Lindsay. Hey, Robin. How are you? All right. This is uh, this is the band's debut album. They had an EP earlier this year, but there are already some super fans on the team. Stephen Thompson, who was on earlier, I know he's one, and you are one, too. Yeah, we've heard quite a few songs from this band. You know, I think that they got a lot of buzz back during South By. And here we are. We've got their debut. Their label mates with the 1975 and Maddie Healy of the 1975 did a, a little bit of production work on this record. And I think that if goth pop is indeed a micro genre, then Pale Waves are pretty much making themselves the stars of it right now. It feels like a, a great year for really big, buoyant pop records. You know, I, I just was thinking there's the Charlie Puth, the Meg Myers, Haley Kyoko, yeah. Tina Shea, Kimbra, Bishop Briggs. I mean, the list just goes and on and on. even a few more to add to that, I wrote the first listen for the Aces debut back in the spring. And to me, this sort of feels like the autumnal version of that, that oh, in the spring yeah. that we got this this really buoyant record from the Aces. Um, and I think that both of them are really at their core dealing with romance, asking a lot of questions. They're really reflective about like one's identity and one's shape and what romance and what budding relationships have to do with that. The album is called My Mind Makes Noises from Pale Waves. Thanks, Lindsay. Thanks, Robin. And from Pale Waves, let's go to the rapper No Name and her new record, Room 25. Maybe this is the album you listen to in your car when you're driving home late at night, really questioning every guy, religion, Kanye bitches. Maybe this is the entrance before you get to the river, I had him before the heathen, no reason for you to like me. Maybe this your wife, he just went in to clean the boys, the baby ain't really yours, it's really for baby's teeth and the chicken wings under season. Y'all really thought a bitch couldn't rap, huh? Maybe this your answer for that, a crack app with a Reagan administration that niggas are still scared of. Nah, actually, this is for me. This one for TT at the wakes of in the mac and the cheese. This one a small apology for all the calls that I scream. The rapper is No Name. Her new album is Room 25. Uh, this is uh, the opening cut called Self, and it's really her thesis statement for the whole record. Uh, NPR Music's Rodney Carmichael here to talk about this one. Hey, man. Hey, Robin. Tell us about this one. You know, No Name sort of wound up on everyone's radar back in uh, 2016 yeah. uh, when she released Telephone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she was about 23 years old at the time. Uh, she's now back with her follow-up. Yeah, and, you know, I've been excited for this album since she started teasing it a few months ago. Um, Like you said, this is a couple of years after Telephone, 
and which was really a, a debut mixtape that kind of made her one of the, the bright alumni of this Chicago youth poetry program that produced the likes of Chance the Rapper and Jamila Woods, Vic Mensa, a lot of talent coming coming from out of that city. But, you know, from the sounds of Room 25, which is the title of this album, she is really grown up now. And you can hear her maturity like all over this album. It really feels like she's talking about her own growth into womanhood, into adulthood. It's personal, it's, it's political, it's provocative, it's, it's vulnerable. She's talking about what it means to be black, you know, in this era, and not just from her own personal perspective, but from a generational perspective. But you can hear all of that content, you know, filtering through in this album. The arrangements and beats are really interesting on this one, too, because it, none of the cuts are really ever anchored by, like, four on the floor. Yeah. It's almost like jazz. It's very jazzy, and it's all produced music. These aren't tracks, as we like to say in, in the rap world, you know, that one producer is kind of producing and handing off to the rapper, you right. know. She apparently, she worked with the same producer on the entire album, another Chicago person that's that's been in her extended crew for all of these years and you can really hear it they really created music you know you can hear strings on some of these albums and and orchestral arrangements and that kind of thing and I, and it really works with her voice you know because her, her tone is so conversational but it's also really literary you know and something about that mix and her kind of calm conversational tone that that really brings you in and makes it intimate but isn't the kind of screaming voice or loud voice that would maybe cut through a lot of those big bassy beats that we're used to hearing it it just really is a perfect setting for you know the stuff that she has to say just one of uh several really ambitious albums out on september 14th the album's called room 25 uh, from no name thanks rodney cool thank you robin We've got one more album to highlight this week, but as I mentioned earlier in the show, it is a busy release day, and there are a lot of other notable albums I want to mention. Richard Thompson's record, 13 Rivers, is out today on September 14th. Paul Weller is back with a new album called True Meanings, as is Fred Thomas and his album Aftering. The band We Were Promised Jetpacks has a new record called The More I Sleep, The Less I Dream. And one of the biggest electronic bands of the past 30 years, Orbital, has a new album called Monsters Exist. The Goon Sax, the band The Goon Sax, their record we had on All Songs Considered earlier this summer is out now. It's called We're Not Talking. The rapper Lyrics Born has a new album called Quite a Life. The garage rock band Dilly Dally, their new record is out called Heaven. And finally, Black Belt Eagle Scout, another artist we had on All Songs Considered earlier this summer. Their album, Mother of My Children, is out. Just some of the great albums out on a very busy release day, September 14th. All right, our final record for this week's New Music Friday comes from country singer Carrie Underwood. Her new album is called Cry Pretty. Stupid melody The one we used to always keep playing on repeat Cause it just takes me to the place when you were mine When you laid my body down and then got drunk on me like wine Don't I feel that bass rattling in my bones Cause once I do, I know it won't leave me alone It haunts me, baby, it does me wrong But still I just can't make myself delete it from my phone Make love to that song 
Carrie Underwood, the singer, her new record is called Cry Pretty. And NPR Music contributor Julie Height joins us to talk about this one. Hey, Julie. Hey, Robin. Well, Carrie Underwood is someone who doesn't need much of an introduction. She's just a monstrously popular singer-songwriter. Uh, and I always think that about her breaking out in 2005 when she was on American Idol. But she's back here with her, her first new album in three years. Yeah, I mean, she's really at, at kind of an interesting point in her career. I mean, this is her, her sixth album, and she switched record labels before putting this out. And this is also the first of her albums on which she's credited as co-producer, and she wrote, you know, well over, or co-wrote well over half the songs as well. So she's taking charge in different ways and um, stepping into, you know, new roles. The cut we heard is the song we used to make love to, and there's a lot of melancholy on this record. Yeah, in the past, she's kind of tended to inhabit a couple of different types of roles or, or she's had a lot of inspirational power ballads and then she's had a lot of kind of stomping revenge numbers and here she's tapping into a different side of country music tradition which is giving voice to heartbreak really dwelling on it you know nursing it being openly emotional about it i mean this is one of the more um, sensual tracks that that you just played but there are a lot of different numbers where she's singing about being paralyzed by loneliness nursing her wounds with whiskey and old records um, that kind of thing and that is a bit different for her I mean, she clearly loves the big, wailing, guitar-powered muscle of, of arena rock, but she's, you know, like on the track we just heard and several others, she's kind of leavening it with that icy R&B and pop texture and what can be done with, with synthesizers and beats and, and that sort of thing and kind of doing something that feels current and feels like a mixture of, of all those elements. Carrie Underwood is the singer whose new record is Cry Pretty. Thanks, Julie. You're welcome. My pleasure. A reminder to tell your friends about the program and follow me on Twitter at NPROBIN. To see a list of the albums we talked about, check out the podcast description for this episode. You can also go to npr.org slash allsongs. You can hear full versions of the songs we featured from these records and a whole lot of other great releases in the new Music Friday playlist from NPR Music. Go to npr.org slash Spotify or open the Spotify app and search for NPR Music. And for NPR Music, I'm Robin Hilton. Be well, have a great weekend, and Treat yourself to lots of great music. Support for this podcast and the following message come from the NPR Wine Club, where every bottle tells a story and NPR shows become wines like Weekend Edition Cabernet Sauvignon. Available to adults 21 years or older. Learn more at nprwineclub.org.